0: And hello, and welcome to the Introverted Female Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and we're going to talk about how to improve your mindset and grow your profits. Are you ready to begin? Okay, let's go. Today, I want to talk to you about managing your emotional energy. Now, as introverts, I think a common misperception of people is that they think that we don't like people. It's not that we don't like people, it's that we don't draw our energy from people. We draw our own energy within our own selves and our own creativity and that stillness and quietness. We enjoy people, but you all know that if we get too much people, it kind of drains us and zaps our creativity and makes us as not as productive as we could be. And in today's episode, we're gonna talk about how to guard your emotional energy so that you can make the most use of your time and hopefully keep yourself sane in the process. Okay, we'll be back after this short break. Okay, let's get into it. Now, I wanna let you know, full disclosure, I have never been an introvert my entire life. In fact, I always thought I enjoyed being people being around people and just being extroverted and just enjoying just hanging out with people and experiencing uh, different scenes with different crowds. And as I've gotten older, I think within the last uh, seven or eight years, I've just been slowly becoming more introverted Meaning that I really enjoy spending time with people, but I really get more energy and more fulfilled in those quiet moments where I can just be still and have my thoughts to myself and just think about, okay, what's next, what I want to do. And that's okay. So if you have been introverted all your life or you're like me who has been slowly kind of meandering toward the land of introvertism, like I've... understand I got you. And so today, let's talk about how to manage our, our own emotional well being. Well, first and foremost, this is my number one tip for you is I want you to structure your day. If you haven't structured our day, let me explain what that means. Like for example, with my coaching practice, I don't meet with clients every day, like I'll go insane if I met with people every single day. So I already have little time slots, where I am only dealing with my coaching clients and coaching clients at all. And then I have those other days where I'm free to just think and be creative and write and obviously do this podcast and just other things where I have enough emotional energy, where I can devote to my clients but then those other times where i can just devote to myself and to my business okay number two is i want you to think about who are your emotional vampires just identify your emotional vampires now they could be clients which is true it could be certain family members or certain um, friends or could be certain topics. Maybe you do not want to talk about a certain topic. I know in this day and age, politics is a very thorny subject. Doesn't matter what side of the aisle you are. For some people, it can be very triggering. So if you know that it's a person or a particular topic or heck even idea that zaps your um, energy, here is my thing. I have to ask you a question. First and foremost, do you have to deal with that person or idea? And if you do, I want you to predetermine in your mind or with the other person and say, Hey, look, I I cannot really deal too much with this. Um, I can only devote an hour or so time. And that's okay. If you tell people ahead of time and say, hey, look, I can't really spend that much time with with you or this particular subject. I don't even have to explain the reason why. Just simply saying, hey, I just cannot deal with this. I think it will allow people just a form of respect for you because how often are people honest with the, themselves about saying what they don't want or they do want? And it really just clears the ambiguity. So like, for example, let's say you have a client that you do enjoy working with you. You do enjoy working with them, but there's just certain topics. Like, for example, uh, they want to talk about their Uncle Sam and you have just gone over and over and over with their Uncle Sam about it's just not working. You've made these things clear. And if they bring it up to you, you'll say, hey, client, you know, we've talked about Uncle Sam before. I know this is really important with you. I can only talk with you for no more than five minutes. I hope you understand this. And if you say, I hope you understand this, I mean, what? what's the most practical answer from somebody would be yes, right? Because everyone wants to make sure they're respecting um, other people's feelings. I think for the most part, we still feel that way. We're always trying to be kind to one another. So just Outlining, hey, look, I cannot deal with this or I can only talk about a certain the certain issue for only a certain amount of time really helps to kind of preserve your mental energy. So you don't feel like you're getting too far down the rabbit hole of just feeling just confused and, and just a little disappointed and maybe even yourself because you know this issue is kind of irritating and you don't want to deal with it. Okay, here's another way. It's still related to number two about and identify your emotional vampires, and it's this: raise your prices. <laughs> and so you might be discretion head thinking, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't even have any clients, or I only have a few clients, and I'm afraid of losing them." Well, here is my advice to you: if you are feeling emotionally spent. You need to value your time. You need to value the amount of time that you can do with other people. And to make it worth your while, you may need to raise those prices that you have. If you're a consultant, especially if you're a consultant or even you're a hairdresser or whatever your industry is, if you're dealing with people one on one and you have just a limited amount of time in the day, I would highly encourage you to raise it. Now, Obviously, if you're one of my coaching clients, we will have a conversation about raising a price that's reasonable because we don't want to just raise it 500% automatically, uh, especially if it's way beyond what the industry allows in terms of charging prices. We can talk about that um, uh, privately. But for most of you guys, I know that you undervalue your service. And that has a lot to do with just feeling a sense of not feeling worthy about yourself, or maybe not feeling like people won't uh, take you seriously, like whatever it is. Most of the time I find with my clients is they undercharge. Don't undercharge, please. Okay, let's talk about number four. And it is scheduling your times for rest. So remember how I just talked about scheduling times to um, meet with clients or some scheduling times to kind of work on your business, meaning like working on your website or working on something else that's important to your business. Well, I think you also need to schedule some time for yourself. For example, I know this sounds a little silly for some of you to hear this, but I actually have to make calendar appointments to exercise. Like calendar appointments on my iPhone. And it gives me an alert that says, get up, Get ready to exercise. And it's not because I don't enjoy exercising. It's because if I don't have a commitment to myself to take care of myself, I will let all the 5,000 other things that I have going on my mind to take over. And part of my mental health and my mental well-being is to exercise. Now, for some of you guys, it may be drawing or painting or just hanging out with your kids. Like whatever it is. Make sure you schedule it because there's a really powerful thing about scheduling. It means like this is important to me. Like there is nothing else I want to do during this time frame other than to devote to this particular task. And so I just want you to dig deep and just think about all the things. It could be with people or without people, like whatever it is. Like start thinking about all the things that you enjoy to do that give you a sense of well-being and fulfillment and and tranquility and sometimes it could be something as simple as i just want to sit on my bed and stare at my ceiling and i i mean whatever it is just be really clear about that because oftentimes i find with some of my clients is that they are so caught up busy trying to run their business and trying to be successful, that they kind of lose themselves. You know, they start, they start assigning themselves identities of their business, or I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wife, or I'm a husband, I'm, or I'm a parent, like, and all these other labels, but I am a human being with shortcomings and limitations and and joys and everything in between so when we have that time to center ourselves and enjoy those other parts of ourselves that's really awesome like for example I have this one client she is a professional harpist and one of the things that she does is in between obviously raising her two kids and just Uh, volunteering at the church and just so many things is she always kind of schedules little 15 minutes where she can just play on the harp daily. And everybody knows in the house when I'm, when she is playing her harp, she is playing her harp. Please leave her alone. And at first it was really hard for us to kind of schedule a session because she was just so used to dropping everything um, and attend to her kids or listen to a parent of one of her clients and um but not spending time for herself. And it's crazy because imagine you're you're doing one thing and you're helping people but you're not even spending time doing the thing that you enjoy doing. So we had to work through that, but she has that little even just fifteen minutes um to just focus on what she enjoys to do. So my thing to my um challenge to you is that it doesn't have to be an hour. Just think even about a 15-minute interview. I mean, we've got 24 hours in a day. Last time I checked, <laughs> I think 15 minutes in a day just to just calm down and just enjoy doing journaling or reading or praying or like whatever it is that just gives you a sense of centeredness. And lastly, number five, we are going to talk about what we want ourselves to be in the future now you're like wait a minute we're talking about emotional well-being well part of our emotional well-being is having some goals about how we're going to not just interact with other people but how we're going to interact with ourselves how are we going to deal with the setbacks and disappointments and and irritants i hope every not just year but heck, every day, just slowly, I know we're going to have setbacks and everything in between, but we will always strive to be more emotionally mature and just living life on life's terms. And I know everyone knows this, but life is hard, you know? Life can be really challenging at times. And sometimes, like, we can work really, really hard on doing something and we can get totally disappointed with one thing or another. And so my challenge to you is just enjoy life for life <laughs> on life's terms. And don't get so disappointed if certain things or people or situations don't go exactly the way we wanted to have them go. Everything in life is meant to help us grow as human beings. And some part of that is taking the good as taking the bad. And when I mean taking the good as well as bad, like for example, like you secured a great new client and they are just providing lots of new money for your business and you're so excited and you forget about everyone else that's just as important because you're so caught up in the exhilaration of the new client that you may be a little a little out of focus or like with other things that you got that's just as important. And so and then on the flip side, like you lost a really big client that meant a lot to you. And then you get so depressed. And so like despondent, you don't want to talk to anybody. And you see, it's kind of the that scenario that I pose is like the same thing where we're so focused on ourselves, and forgetting everything around us that we start losing a sense of perspective. So we have to kind of learn how to balance our emotions and take the good as well as the bad, you know, with a, just an even keel in our minds and not really hyping things too much or, or making things too bit, too despondent or too bad in our minds. Well, that is it. Thanks for listening. What do you think about my tips about kind of maintaining your emotional well-being and balance. Did I, did I hit everything? Did I miss anything? Please let me know. Send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com. Again, that's Den- hello at deniseglee.com. I'd love to he- um, hear back from you. And wherever you're listening, I w- always appreciate likes, comments, shares, all those wonderful good things. Because Obviously, I would love to talk to as many people as possible and just really build a community. Well, that's it. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode. Okay, be awesome. Goodbye.